0: Joby, thanks so much for coming in. How are you? Greg, thanks for having me. This is really fun. Uh, nice setup here I think we have. Yeah, yeah well look, I really appreciate you coming in. I know how busy you are and it's a great chance for us to catch up and it's a great chance hopefully for you to play a few tunes today. Absolutely we'll see what happens. So we'll go right back to the start. Where or what was your first musical influence? So actually,
1: interestingly, my first one that I remember, because I actually don't remember a lot from when I was very small. For some reason, I just, they're all musical memories. Other than that, I don't hardly remember anything. But I very clearly remember Riverdance being my first thing. Okay, wow. So Michael Flatley, that was the vibe for yeah. me. So I was seeing him kind of doing, doing that, <laughs> uh, having heels on his boots. Uh, well, you know, they were dancing shoes, but I kind of just, I loved everything about it. And the showmanship. So it wasn't even actually a musician then first. It was a dancer. It was a performer yeah. that I found a lot of. But obviously the music of Riverdance is remarkable. You know,
0: It's amazing because when I do watch you perform, there's definitely that performance element. The music is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But your ability to engage with the crowd and show your true self come out, I believe that's what makes you very special. Uh, it's something that I can certainly see from your performances. That's my favorite thing, actually. Oh,
1: like if music music i love music but i love performance so that's like that live moment yeah you know is so special because it's like there's a strange thing going on there where when an audience comes into a room and is watching you sing it's like what's what are they there for you know what are you there for as a performer i've asked myself that question like what 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 is this about you could write books on what it's about it's that clash between a performer and audience and the excitement that can happen or also you can bomb as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a there's a danger to it that's extremely mm-hmm. fight, you know? It It's something that I'd see with Prince, Freddie Mercury, Elton John. Everything they did was a performance and they had amazing voices, brilliant songs, but they were so comfortable. They're being their true essence of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why so many people just fell in love with these performers because... As I said, it's not just about the songs, it's how you deliver it to the people. They allowed themselves to step into an almost superhero role when they went on stage. Freddie Mercury would come off stage and he was very ordinary, really. Does it scare you at all? Or are you comfortable going out there and giving all of your soul to the audience?
1: It, it, uh, it's always scary. I know that I'm not afraid, essentially, of... You know, it's just you're singing for people. You know, All you're doing is moving your body from backstage to on stage, and you're just singing. But... You, you can't help but get in your head. And I think the day that, it, that you're not a little bit nervous is actually not a good thing because those nerves make you, you know, it's, it's like if you're, if you're a sports person, if you're whatever, like, you know, just before a, a boxing match, it's a rush. And mm-hmm. I want to feel that. That's what I'm, I'm addicted to. that. Yeah. Feel. So I want to have that forever. So I, I want to always be a little bit nervous.
0: Yeah, I've noticed the evolution of your performances. We can talk later on about your performance in the Late Late Show with mm-hmm. the Bronsky beat song. Yeah, but that for me was a performance your hair looked sharp your clothes blonde at the time yeah (laughs) but the way you used your body language I mean that's what brought me in the most it wasn't just how how lovely the song was I thought the piano player was stunning Mm. as well but it just brought people in Mm. and uh, I think that if we go back from that point so how old were you when you started like picking up guitar or picking up playing the piano so guitar was first and
1: that would have been Probably around nine or ten was okay. when I first started playing in in my own head, I always thought of it as, okay, I want to learn guitar so I can play along while I sing. I didn't really care about learning guitar; it's always about singing for okay, me, you know so it's like because uh, other people obviously great guitar players like Regan, who I play with is like you know, he's like a born guitar player i'm I'm not like that in my own head i'm I'm a singer that wants to support the Singing through different means, yeah. And um, but guitar came first, taught myself piano, and I play in a very in a terrible way. Like people saw me play, like some, some, yeah, professional CB yeah. play. <laughs> and you know, you're meant to put your thumb here, like this, to play a chord, but I actually go with these three fingers, like a claw, and play like that. Um, so. That's a very bad habit that I have, yeah. but it's just, it, it feels unnatural to go another way. I don't know what it is, but I'm... You know.
0: Do you remember your first performance where people were listening and you felt, you know what, they seem to enjoy me?
1: Yeah, so it was in a place in Tipperary, a pub called Larkin's Pub. I know it very well. You know it well.
0: I know it very well. Do you <laughs> had a boat down the Shannon. yeah? No way. Yeah, God, that's yeah, right. amazing. I was yeah. in there
1: many a time. It's a fantastic pub. Yeah. And the family who own it are wonderful, the Boyles, uh, great friends of mine, and so I kind of half grew up in that pub. Someone asked, they said, Does anyone want to get up and sing? And I was with my family having dinner, and like and my dad was just like, Go on, go on, do it, have a go. I was going, No, no, geez, no, no, no. this is great, you know, because I'd only just been starting to learn. And I gave it a go. I played Linger by the Cranberry. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. And that was one of the first songs I learned, when it went down really well. It's like, Okay, I'm doing this, you know? It was literally as clear as that. I was Did like, you love it? Yes. You got a real energy mm. from it. And, yeah, and probably- even then, I remember that feeling of just getting lost for that three and a half minutes. You know, I felt like I was playing a stadium, even though I was playing in look you know, there's nothing wrong with small spaces. I, I it doesn't matter to me if it's large or small, it's magic every time. Wow. You know. And did any of your family sing or play? My granddad on my father's side has a really great voice. Now he never kind of pursued it and uh I talked to him about it a lot and you know, but he, he really does have a really beautiful, kind of natural like uh like a croon or a voice, you know. Okay. Um, so I would say probably in terms of singing, it probably comes from that direction. But no one, there's no
0: musicians in the family, let's say. And from your younger years, is there one song that stands out that you want to bang out on the guitar or the piano? Is there anything that yeah, comes to mind? So
1: I think yeah, I think for me when I learned this song, I felt a huge level of an achievement, and I felt like I was like, okay. This. How old were you? suppose 10 or 11 I don't know I'm not sure when I learned this this is one by you two which I just think is probably one of the best songs of all time
2: is it getting better or do you feel the same Will it make it easier on you now? You've got someone to blame You said One love One light When it's one knee In the In the night We're one But we're Not the same We get to other, carry each other, one. Did I disappoint you, or leave a bad taste in your mouth? You act like you never had love And you want Me to go without Well it's Too late Tonight To drag the past down into the light we are want But we're Not the same We get to Carry each other. Carry each other. Have you come here for forgiveness? Or have you come to raise the dead? Have you come here to play Jesus? Because I did. <laughs> did I ask too much? More than a lot. See, you gave me nothing, and now it's all I've got. We're one, but we're not the same. You said, Love is a temple, love the higher law. Love is a temple, love the higher law. He's asking me to enter, but then you make me crawl. But I can't be holding on to what you've got when all you've got is hurt. To do what we should One life life, With each other Sisters Brothers One life But we're not the same We get to Carry each other Carry each other
0: Awesome. That was outstanding. Wow, thank you very much. It's a pretty great song, isn't it? It's kind of like
1: that's as good as you can write, I think. It's <laughs> is. Is impressive. And the, the 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 context for which they wrote that is amazing because uh, they wrote that in 1990, 1991 when the wall was coming down in Berlin. And Bono has described how the band were half breaking up, and that song. Came through like a breeze through the room. It just arrived and it kind of kept us together. It was like, we needed to hear that song and we needed to hear the meaning of that song. We're meant to kind of, I suppose, clash off one another forever. You know what I mean? Until death. It's like we're constantly battling each other. But let's try and remember that there's a shared experience here. There's a shared light in all of us and that's what the song is about. So pretty good. Incredible. Uh, That was... (laughs) Just blew me away there. Have you met Bono? I have. I have... So I had a lovely experience with him that I won't go into too much detail about yeah. in, in Milan, which was pretty cool. So I had a very, very nice time with him. Uh, he's a gentleman. So that's something I would say is that sometimes some pretty funky things can be said about that guy, uh, particularly by Irish people. And I find that a bit disappointing because he's,
0: he's genuinely fantastic. Yeah. I really I find him fantastic. Yeah, he's great. So you go from a nine or 10-year-old and you're playing one and you remember that very clearly. And now you've got a chance to meet your idol in Milan. That must yeah. have been something. Oh, it was, was it long ago? Before
1: COVID anyway. So yeah. I know it's terrible that we all use that as a reference point. But yeah, so before COVID, some
0: somewhere around then. Wow. And um, it was fantastic, yeah. It was super. That was incredible. Thank you so much. You then go into secondary school. There's obviously lots of things to deal with. Did you find your influence changed as you navigated yourself through the difficulties of being a teenager into adulthood?
1: Yeah, so I, I, I actually like my, my big influences I've always kind of clung to very tightly so through all that so YouTube being one of those Bruce Springsteen being one of those Queen being one of those um, and they always stayed with me but like yeah I suppose other things did kind of drip yeah, in I became a big fan of The Doors as well actually over that time too when I become a little bit more aware of sexual things yeah uh, and I felt like Jim Morrison was was the perfect example of that I was like oh this guy's you know this guy's pretty sexy and that was a confusing thing for me through school was of course was my it was kind of learning about myself that I was gay you know it was like I went to a really lovely school that was you know all boys and quite sport driven but I had a lovely uh, musical community also but it was a I look back on it slightly and I had a great time there but I also look back at it and realize that actually I was quite sad at times so like, yeah. and I kind of hate that. I hate looking back on it. Certain experiences, I was just lying every day, you know, every day. And I, I I don't know, people who haven't experienced something like that, like, you know, it's not, this will be all of our struggles in life. But when you do lie every day, it's like, wow, that, it, that gets to you, you know what I mean? carries a weight oh my god it's a heavy weight so, so that day how old are you when you came out to say so family, friends so it was just before my leaving cert and I, re- I re- recall the day I, I was in the shower nothing to do with anything <laughs> um, but I was in the shower and I actually just remember I was just kind of just like you know whatever your mind is wandering or whatever and I just went oh my god it literally was like that it was like a light bulb it was like my myself wouldn't let myself. self push it back anymore it's like it just came slap bang in the center of my mind wow. i went that's what this is i went yeah of course it is and, and what is terrible about it is that that was a terrible revelation for me at the time i wasn't unha- i was not happy about it and when you did talk to was it your parents you told first uh i guess my parents i told first and it was my mother i told first uh, but i just want to clarify that because it was a terrible revelation and that's because of Society, you know, yeah. like I don't think it's a terrible thing, but it was it was like a stress because it literally because that's what we, we've all kind of done to young people like that is like you, you we, we've made them feel uncomfortable about it, and it's such a shame. Is it changing? Yes, definitely. Oh my god, and it's it's night and day actually. From I've talked to some people who are in the same school, and they're like, people are coming out now. You know, but it's like oh my god, it's so great. You know,
0: was there a fog that lifted instantly? Did you feel a sense of a massive weight off your yes. shoulders? And you said that to your oh, your mum first. So like,
1: you know, when I said it, I burst into tears. And because it was literally like that. Because
0: I, I was going around the house like a dark cloud over my head. But it's incredible that you went through that. And you carried all that weight internally. And music must have been soothing to you. And a chance mm. for you to allow yourself be yourself. Yeah. In front of a piano or in front of a guitar. And it started... Kind of show itself
1: in my writing as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It started to show itself before I knew, which is so funny, because music is a thing of the spirit, as opposed to the, I think anyway. But as opposed to your practical brain, which is also very useful. But it's it was like the music was telling me first, then I I was game before I knew, because it was I was writing these kind of you know pretty heavy songs, you know, and
0: I was. where are they coming from? In school, did you have any teacher who you were able to cling on to and help you through the process? So I actually didn't come out until I
1: left the school. So I didn't have that, but I had great people. I had an amazing music teacher there called Dave Sheridan. who's still a friend today. That's incredible. And, you know, he, he was my mentor. Also, personally, he wasn't aware of, about that situation because no one was. I wasn't even. But... God, he was such a help to me as a person. So there, and the school was filled with people like that, uh, yourself being one of them, can I say. And But like it, it was, it, it, I also want to make it very clear it wasn't. I, I had wonderful times there. It was just, I was just at the end of a curve of lack of conversation about that issue, which has completely changed now. And I'm so happy for
0: kids that I'm seeing yeah. that are not living that, that's fantastic. So you leave school and you're 18, 19 years of age. You've come out now so that the fog has been lifted and now that the whole life ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking straight away, I'm gonna be a musician and people are gonna hear my voice and my story? Yeah, so I pursued that straight
1: away. I went to a college called BIM, amazing college in Dublin uh, for commercial music. And uh, so there's drummers, bass players, guitarists, singers, songwriters all under one roof met loads of guys there and uh, girls but like met some guys that I w- started a band with then called State Lights which is I'm now solo but it, we had a number of fantastic years but like, yeah, I was catapulted into a world I, I was always meant to be in I
0: think fantastic. So it was wonderful you know unbelievable. Wow. it was really great like my the people who we were all pursuing that dream who, yeah. all, who just love music it hits them in a place that is it connects you all Covid comes, state lights. Obviously, it's harder in a ba- with a band during Covid. Mm-hmm. Is that where you felt it was the right time for you to do a few bits on your own, and maybe you might see state lights back again?
1: Yeah, so like it naturally kind of came to an end over over Covid, uh, which is kind of makes a lot of sense because there was nothing <laughs> nothing going on. But we 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 kept it going for a while. But we just some of the guys expressed an interest in trying different things, and I I had I had been writing my own music outside of state lights for years. And it just naturally was like, well, I think that's, it's time to do that now. But as you say, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot, actually albums of unreleased material there that I, uh, I'd hate to think never would get out there of state lights. So, right. so
0: I think someday that'll happen. You know what I mean? I, I would hope it would happen. And that period when you went into that new environment where it might be a little bit intimidating, other really good musicians as well, all like-minded, was there a particular influence or a song or something around that period that meant a lot to you, that you performed and you're really confident performing? Um
1: hmm. A song around that period, that's interesting. When I went to college, it was the beginning of like I suppose going out in town. <laughs> out out. And going out out. Yeah. And I was very conservative when I was younger about that stuff. And I actually think maybe the being being gay was part of that because I kind of didn't want to ever get in any way messy. So I couldn't you know, I almost would never let my guard down so that like nothing would ever i'd never say something i shouldn't yeah. you know I, you find that a lot actually the people kind of feel like they have they can't lose themselves around people so maybe that was part of it but i, I certainly grew to love going out let's say and so over those years i completely fell in love with with uh, the nightlife of dublin which is just like some of the best in the world in my opinion when you go, when you know the right places <laughs> uh, i'll give you some advice later on yeah um, <laughs> i read mean, the the um The but yeah so one of the songs that I remember listening to let's say it's one of my favorite recordings of all time that I would listen to when I'm heading home from something on the bus or whatever and I'm just excited by life was I'm on fire by Bruce Springsteen, which I just thought was like it's one of the coolest. It's It's also quite short, so I might give it a go. Yeah, please, please, I'd love to try it on a piano. Thank you.
0: Bit of whiskey first, that's okay. Please do. My whiskey's all finished, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Refill. That was stunning I mean particularly when uh, you take into context your story and I, c- I can picture you now on a bus coming back from town and it's like you were trapped nearly and you're free and you got the world in front of oh, you. Oh yeah like that feel, I remember it was like exciting
1: full volume you know just like blasting and on repeat and yeah it captured that just yeah I was excited you know I felt excited
0: you know I oh. loved it. <laughs> Unbelievable, I, I'm blown away with that, I've got shivers, I don't know, is the, is the heat on it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we turn, up the, heat in turn up the heat in here, that was fantastic, thank you so much for, for sharing that with not only me, but people who will listen to this and take inspiration from this and listen to your music. It, it truly is something now that uh, I'm very grateful for. Well, um, so let's imagine that you got off that bus now, at <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, and the music begins to get to a point where all of a sudden, I know you're playing the likes of Whelan's an awful lot mm. and as a solo artist, and all of a sudden, you couldn't get a ticket for your gigs. They were sold out. Mm. So that must have been you realizing, right, I'm on the right track here. And then I suppose whether you consider it a big break or not, for me, from knowing you, watching you on the Lake late, Sing Bronski beat. Yeah. Particularly with your backstory that you've 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 just highlighted to us and, and explained so so beautifully, that must have meant so much to you. Oh god, it so did, you know. Because it
1: was kinda like a you no know, and it was a particular sombre reason why I why I was asked to do that performance because there had been we I, I for respect of the families, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but there was some terrible murders yeah. that happened in Ireland. Uh, and they were gay Gay men were targeted kind of uh, in, in that way so it was for that reason the country was in shock and the community was in shock I was asked to do it for that reason and I was like oh god you know I was just it was. I just was like god I had to get myself into a particular frame of mind because it's also a physically difficult song to sing yeah. and what I really was happy about was that in the moment when I did it I was totally present because sometimes on those television programs, you can kind of, the the, the the pressure gets to you, the moment gets to you, and it literally flashes by in 30 seconds. But I just, I remember it very well, well, because I was like, I'm demanding that I remember this. And yeah, it was, it was extraordinarily somber and, and personally, yes, as well, I suppose it meant a lot to me. It, it, it felt like, because it was, it's in front of the nation, you know, it's almost like you get the chance to air your feeling for a yeah. second. So that was an honor. Did Jimmy Somerville ever hear it? Yes. Yeah, he did. Did he reach out? Yeah. So that was really amazing. Um, he really loved it. And yeah, he sent a message through his manager to me. And uh, so that was uh,
0: crazy. Wow. Incredible. So, yeah. <laughs> is there uh performing artist that you would love to do a collab? Out of everybody who's currently performing, is there anybody out there that you would just love to do a collab with? Uh, yeah, that's a really good question, isn't it? So
1: there's obviously loads. It's hard to pick. One. So I'll, I'll do a couple of people. I think that like, like uh, thinking in a dreamy way, I'd love to do something with Lady Gaga because I just think she's kind of a incredibly. Think she's an all rounder artist performer. Um, she's done some amazing things. Um, so I really, really think she's incredible. I'd love to do something with her. Uh, I'd God, who else? Um, I kind of would love to do something with like a really great rapper as well. You know, because I yeah. I haven't stepped into that world enough. So like some of my music that I'm that I. Do has a little bit of an R and B feel to it, I suppose, a bit of yeah. A, so uh, that would be that would be pretty cool.
0: Have you ever come across a, a British artist from, I believe, from Brighton called Wren? Have you come across his stuff at all?
1: Spelt oh god, or the, yeah. The, he performs. It's kind of a street performer as well, yeah, that right? yeah.
0: And what an incredible musician! He did this song, which was incredible. About him and in a psych ward, and it's a really powerful story about suicide. Right, is another topic that is so prevalent. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So strong and. His music. We need to get you and him doing something That's together. A, he, he's really interesting, isn't he? Like, yeah. I'll, I'll reach out to him. Incredible musician. I don't know him, but I'll tell you. I'm You'll gonna try it for you. Coming <laughs> to my house and playing the piano like that. I'm gonna track that fucker down.
2: <laughs> and he's
0: gonna play. He's going play with you. Like, like two as well. Listen, be brilliant out. together. Mm. Um, look, time is short, and I know you have a gig this evening, and I know that you've got so much in front of you. But what does 2024 look like for you?
1: There's a lot going to happen. I hope. I hope anyway. So I know that there's. Things. So I'm going to uh, Los Angeles to in two weeks for a showcase, a uh, oh. big music industry showcase there called Muse Expo. It's going to be great. Very excited for that. So it'll be my first kind of full set in 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 the US. Right, Stanley. Um And so you know, it's that's it's one of those high pressure, strange gig environments where you know there'll be people there. That you what you hope there's people there that are yeah. there to, yeah. in the industry that, <laughs> that are, are in, in the for industry the first time. so it's a little bit scary but you know once again it's a the same gig just do it perform it like it's anything else that's what i'm gonna do uh, i'm gonna enjoy being there so i've that releasing a single now for the first time again in, in about two years in the beginning of april one of your own songs one of my own songs uh playing uh, a gig then in in dublin on april 20th in the workman's club uh nearly sold out which is great but it's like yeah so there's i i and then i'm very excited now because i'll be releasing every six weeks basically i'm going to be releasing a song Amazing. so because i've been sitting on music now for way too long and i'm going insane and i want to put it out there so uh i'm done sitting on music and you're excited by it and you, yes
0: you're proud of it and you mm-hmm. think it's a really good representation of yourself yeah and it's also it, it
1: challenged me as well because i've recorded a lot in berlin over the last two years but it it, it, it i find that the music because David Bowie said a very interesting actually that's another man I adore oh. but that I recently played with his band actually which is incredible so what? where? in the Borgosh Energy Theater just recently so the, the, like three or four of his band members came over with the RT concert orchestra and I got to play with them incredible um, but, the, but Bowie said a thing which is really interesting is that like if you are feeling musically uncomfortable to some to some, a little bit like you know where you feel like your feet are not touching the bottom slightly you're probably doing something that's actually slightly interesting you know, so uh that's how I, I feel about some of the stuff I've done. I've so, pushed so. myself steadily, and just, I don't want to be in a genre. I want to play with genre, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, a friend of mine, Michael Cummins, reached out to me. I think I contacted you about it to say that he has tickets for me and him for that gig in April. Fantastic. So I'm really excited to see you live, uh, particularly Super. now. I felt I, I I knew you before, but I feel I I know you more now. And I'll, I've got a chance to connect with your songs even more. Mm. I think that's what's really exciting for me. Somebody who loves music, my wife loves music. So uh, no, it's really exciting. When the dust has settled, how would you like to be remembered, or what would you like to be written about you and your eulogy?
1: Yeah, I'd like there to be a separation between my my artist life and my, you know, the fact that I am a a a, a son, a, a a brother, and hopefully someday will be a husband to somebody, and you know, or and hopefully a father. I don't know how life will go, but. I want to be remembered as separate things there, but but it but in, as an artist, I'd love to I'd love for people to consider about me that I never gave in or I never gave up, you know that like I was trying to be artistically sharp until the day that I die. I'd love that, you know, yeah. and like that because I've fully committed to this. This is a this is it's more than just a career decision. This is like it's it's my relationship with what I what I view God as it's like it's completely it's it's like a little small mission that I'm on personally myself yes. I want people to think that I tried my best I'd love that
0: well it's very clear that you are because you wear your heart and your emotions in such a way that it, it does come through your voice it comes through your ability to play music and I'd love to challenge you by maybe playing one of your own songs before we sing for sure for sure uh, piano or guitar uh, piano I think Lovely. Yeah.
1: this is called Own the Night, so this is currently unreleased, but it will be released at some point. Um, and it's actually similar, it's almost about some of that stuff of uh, that we were des- describing of, like, first um, the excitement of being young and be starting to be yourself and exploring, and it's this is really about that. Lovely. So you're going to release that song in? So, I don't know when, but it'll definitely, hope maybe in
0: this kind of six-week sequence at some point. Oh, my God, beautiful. Thank you. And the words, you know, on the night, you talk about the ability to be yourself, be true to yourself, finding yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah, wanting to not be afraid and all that kind of stuff. Your piano playing now is sharp. It's beautiful.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I still, like, I still, I could improve, definitely. (laughs) Um, But, but no, I love love the piano as an instrument, you know, as a writing tool. It's so different to the guitar. So,
0: you know, they're very different and you taught yourself taught yourself, which is just fantastic Shabzi just so happy we got a chance to catch up can't wait to see what you're going to do in the future your story is outstanding I know it's going to inspire many thanks so much for coming in thank you appreciate it pleasure and thank you very much